0: I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast, and you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show.
1: No shape were harmed in the recording of this podcast. Malik! Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the to fuck up.
0: Of course, devil's stopped. I don't like that Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. What I supposed to do, This could be a while. Cat face smash. Bad burning podcast. We're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk the cheese.
1: We had no cheese. No, no way. Nothing <laughs> ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you can see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin.
0: No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, Yes, welcome to episode 142 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And we apologize profusely for how long it has been since we uh, have recorded. Shit done happened.
1: I don't remember what happened.
0: So the first delay was because I was out of town recording with the boys at Mediocre in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, so we didn't do a show that week because we couldn't get to one. We were going to do it earlier. Yeah. But the, we, we had the whole snow apocalypse and everything yeah. else happening here. And so we just couldn't get to that. And then last weekend we had his we birthday two party. two in a row. Mm-hmm. It doesn't Last feel week, like it did. We no, did. it does to me. It feels like it's been forever since we've done one. Mm-hmm. Um and it was because we had to we had the birthday party. Yeah. And then shit just went sideways that it weekend. Did. That was a and roughly We day. were gonna keep like I, I kept like, okay, tonight we'll do it. And tonight I'm like, nah, we're not gonna get and so yeah. I, I'm sorry for all the like Eric, I'm sorry you couldn't run this week. Okay. At least not like you know <laughs> not to us like you normally do. Um and yeah, so we're back, though. We're here. We're back. We're, we have not given up on the whole podcasting thing, if anybody thought that. It was not the case at all. It just got really fucking busy there. It was just a weird couple weeks.
1: It's It really weather has event. been. I think I was just explaining to you, like, I've got some paperwork that's outstanding because it's just been a weird couple of weeks. Yeah,
0: like... Like, my grandpa dies, and I have to
1: go to a few... Like, like all this stuff is happening. Right. Just cr- and, and sorry, I, I don't mean to drop that bomb like it's like a no big deal, but it's...
0: My step grandpa and when we knew it was coming, we knew
1: it was coming, and
0: and we weren't really close. And I I don't want to sound crass when I say this, mm -hmm. but thankfully, all of the deaths we had recently in the family have all been expected expected deaths. So it kind of gives you time to prepare for it in respects of paying your respect. Yeah, like mourning.
1: We specifically went to Arizona last spring so that we could go see him, go see him, and have a good memory. Like have my kids have a memory of him at all, you know, kind of thing. So like and like i said and in this instance death is kind of a blessing because he had alzheimer's yeah
0: and so that was my biggest fear when he got diagnosed with the alzheimer's i'm like Mm -hmm. oh shit if this happens like because he was young enough that it could have gone like it went with my grandma where it's 20 years of there's no grandma there anymore it's just a living breathing husk of a body that sometimes is nice and sometimes is mean as fuck
1: yeah and he, he was already headed down that path right so um you know it it's always nice to have extra time with a loved one, but in this case, it wouldn't have been good time anyway. So exactly. Um, so that, but I say all that to say that it it was a very odd week because I was kind of mourning a little bit. Like I said, it was expected, and we weren't super close, so it's not it doesn't hit me as hard as as my grandma passing did. But um, you know, I took the day off on Friday right. to go to the service and you know comfort my my stepdad yep. and all that stuff. Um, but along with that, we've had birthday parties. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Trent finally got his.
1: Yes, Trent finally got his birthday party. That was party. last
0: weekend, so a, a week from today, a week it ago today. It was so epic. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, no, he had a great time, and it, it definitely was epic. It was epic on the paycheck, too, but yeah, no, it, it was totally worth, worth it. it. I, actually, it was one of those things where I, I, I tabulated the numbers, and like, I didn't have to clean up, I didn't have to set up, I didn't have to cook, I didn't mm-hmm. have to do anything, and every, all the kids got to play, even the ones who may have not been able to afford... Mm-hmm. that's such an outing yeah. that we're good. It's fine. And, 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 we and always,
1: on a selfish note, he got better presents this year too. Like right. he got, I don't know if it, it doesn't directly correlate. I think the economy is just better, but he, he uh, seemed to really get things that he really wanted. And, and what,
0: but he's, I, I don't think it's, I, I really think there's no correlation on that at all, except for the fact that he's old enough now that he can truly articulate what he wants, what he's truly into. That so people be. aren't guessing. I mean, like, we he definitely had an opinion. You asked him what he wanted for his birthday. He wanted it to be a shimmer and shine cake. Mm-hmm. He wanted to have it at Dave & Buster's. Yeah. He, he was into Hot Wheels and Minecraft and this and that. And bada bing, bada boom, that was it. I mean, it was yeah. an easy peasy thing as far as, like, what, what does Trent want? Oh, he wants this, this, or this. Yeah. No bigs. So That's I, true. Whereas before, it's been like, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, he's so he's getting to that point now where he's developing his own personality in the respect of having things that he likes, and what he wants to do. And so that's helped out quite a bit.
1: He really has developed some opinions. I actually felt really bad. I've been telling him all along that he goes to school when he's five. He thought that that meant the second he turned five, he started to go to school. So he was really upset when he learned that he would not be going to school on the Monday after his birthday. Mm -hmm. And I felt like a schmuck.
0: Yeah, he's, he's very literal in that respect, where you have to like be careful what you say and how you say it around him. Yeah. And dude fucking loves Minecraft. Yeah. Like, that has been... Uh, and that's been something that's kind of, like, really that's, had an uptick since we recorded last. Yeah,
1: it's, like, in the last three weeks, he discovered how good he is at it.
0: Right. But he um, also discovered those damn YouTube videos.
1: Well, he, but he discovered that he can learn how to do stuff that mm-hmm. he wants to do from the Minecraft videos. So... I got him started because he wanted to know how to make a potion or something. I'm right. like, look it up on YouTube, and I showed him how to do it. And we found this channel with these people that are talking about what they're doing the whole time, and he just fell in love.
0: Well, and the funny thing is, I it just had a weird morbid curiosity. I looked up, like, I kind of dug into like, who are these people? Right. Found their online, you know, I found their profiles and all that. The voices do not match the people, right? I did, I, like, I knew they kinda, wouldn't. The, the guy re- would remind me more of, like a Michael Sarah looking type.
1: Oh, that actually is kind of what I pictured,
0: right? But he's more like Vin Diesel, like, not not not. He's 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 muscle, yeah. Like he's he, he, he's not skinny, scrawny nerd or fat, chubby nerd. He's fairly cut, kind of almost meathead looking nerd, nice. And then she is if you took Reese Witherspoon and crossed her with that chick with a really weird looking forehead
1: weird looking for yeah.
0: She's been in some um, American Beauty, the lead in that. Me at me at something Servino. Cerv- Cerv- oh yeah, Servino. Right, her, and kind of like mashed them together and with black like a brunette hair. Okay, so not, that's kind
1: of what I pictured, kind of.
0: She, she just I, I no, I almost kind of she almost I, I thought of her more as like her quintessential. PC gamer,
1: a little overweight. You, no, just, you were just like you were like I'm going to put these people on the lowest common denominator. Michael, nine, Sarah, and overweight gamer chick.
0: You no, know, Michael, <laughs> Sarah, I wouldn't say as lowest common denominator. There's a lot of people that find that type of you know personality hot now and all that. But it's just it, it, the truly the voices did not match. You know, it's like when you, it's like when, what's his name? When Rick Astley first opened his mouth and started singing, mm-hmm. you're like, what the fuck is the soulless ginger doing with that voice? <laughs> right? <You> just, <laughs> there is no way, or, you know, what, the, what people said about Eminem when they first heard him, they didn't realize that he wasn't black and kind of a thing. It was just, it, it was kind of shocking. Um, but it was nice to see that they, that, because the, it's one of the few, minecraft videos where they drop like every once in a while they'll drop the word shit and they apologize for it right um but it's fairly clean and there's other ones where there's not so we've really had to kind of keep an eye on which ones he watches and which ones he doesn't watch
1: there's minecraft porn what no there is how i didn't know about it and
0: so they were watching it no <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no That's um good. i was talking to somebody about the whole phenomenon they're like well be careful what they're because there's like minecraft like really uncensored stuff i'm like i know i've seen some of the the stuff that's popping up on the you should watch this next kind of stuff and it's like oh no you should not watch that um and they said no there's like legit porn and i'm like how could you even and she's like just 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 don't google it (laughs) well that's true
0: it's like rule 34 whatever it exists yeah it's gonna be on the internet kind of a thing weird yeah all right
1: so yeah there's Minecraft porn. Huh. Interesting. All it's right. like I know what we're watching, didn't <laughs> I?
0: I got my potion I'm gonna cast upon you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh uh yeah, so it was um so I was yeah, so the first missed recording was cause I flew back to Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and I kinda did the whole uh I am. I definitely did Eat, not do pray, the pray
1: love podcast.
0: Right? Yeah. It was. <laughs> it was. There was no like. It was none of like. People were like, oh, there's there's all this historical stuff. I'm like, eh, whatever. I got friends I need to visit first, <laughs> and and really that was kind of you know the whole crux of this is I know there's a lot of things that could have gone like the Liberty Bill, the stairs that were in the Rocky movies, the art museum or whatever it is or library or whatever that place is. And I'm probably pissing a lot of people. So dumb. <laughs> well, no, I don't care. I mean, it's just I don't. I've never been like you know like obsessed with that kind of you know cult uh, or uh, pop culture type stuff. Um, and I won't no. I looked it up on the map. It was like an art center or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was, but um, or any of that stuff. So I wanted to make sure I got to spend the time with with friends. And unfortunately, I missed a couple people due to illnesses and other stuff. And so hopefully, next time I go up there, we'll be able to you know connect with them but did as as a uh, uh dr carnitas from uh texas put it i got to meet the key maker <laughs> mr tomorrow and Mark frank uh and hope and the and their two and the two boys yeah uh, they're and great people I, I mean like they're really like it was really nice i mean they, they eric and hope invited me over and eric smoked ribs like like himself did all the work and all that and then apologized when the one rack turned out a little bit dry because we got drunk and we were talking too long on the podcast i'm like dude it wasn't my fault too it's not a big deal He's like, i'm just saying it's my best outing i'm like way better than i can do so it's fine um and then uh we i was uh, just
1: bummed like like you guys called me on right. video and i'm like i'm in the freaking best buy i'm like yeah. um hi i didn't i right like what do you say to somebody on facetime when you're one well, and, and, we, and well pie? also
0: we were kind of rushed through it too because at that point like everybody was ravenously hungry Yep. and it got to the point where brock had been complaining he's like i'm starving <laughs> so we ended up tossing a hot dog his way to kind of get him to calm down a bit
1: i know that feeling
0: Yep. So uh, and then, uh, but yeah, it was it was cool and, and it was good times. And I actually there was a, they had a cool helicopter museum over there. And I went to that, and then I uh, did my training with the uh, for work and all that. And they actually took us to two different historical locations um, for the event. Uh, we did dinner one night in one of the last remaining barracks from the Revolutionary War. And then um, the other day we had the whole thing was in this one of the original man like mansion slash estates that was in built in that particular area. Um, I can't remember the name off the top of my head. But I got a picture with my phone. Um, and then I've got to experience wawa, mm-hmm. so that was good. Um, it's everything Eric says it is and more. And I got in Frank's case a little bit because I finally figured out the whole like their little beef between sheets and Wawa, it's, I don't think Frank understands what a shitty convenience store is. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I told him, like, you come out to the flight of the West coast and like hit up some of these janky ass plaid pantries. Oh God. Like, well, here's what I noticed about Wawa. Even on the crappier ones, it was still, there was a bare minimum, which was decent quality that it had to be at. Right. And then you just, you, so you either, you, either you had, they're all really good or this one was Okay. You know, whereas over here you can go to two different 7-Elevens and one you might get shanked at and the other one you're just going to, you know, get a food poisoning burrito. Um <laughs> So I was—I was, I was, I was going I don't. Know,
1: the one in Linton's not bad, <laughs>
0: right? But I was giving Frank crap about that. I just—I don't think you have ever experienced a bad, you know, you know, a bad, a bad uh, convenience store, and that's well, that's where your whole problem is. Because his thing was like, "Well, what if you want like a bacon cheeseburger?" I'm like, "I don't ever fucking get a cheeseburger from a convenience store. No, you don't do that over here. No, that's, that's asking Never. to die.
1: That's di- no. Okay, so do you remember the time I told you like I was starving and we were on our way to where were, we were going to the coast and I stopped at that place." Uh, some kind of convenience store on the on the way to the coast. And I uh, grabbed a highway, cheeseburger. Th- highway 30?
0: Yeah. Right after, before or after Klatz and I are in that area? Right, right th- in that spot. Yep. I know ex- I've stopped there for it gas. Is
1: so gross. Mm-hmm. And like there was a line out the fucking door and it was so gross. I spit it out. I don't spit out food. Like I'm not that picky. It was gross. It was right. the grossest thing I've ever put in my mouth. And that is saying something.
0: Well, so the thing that was. And I and I want to try sheets the next time I'm there to see if it's the same way. But it seems like it's the same kind of a concept. Is that like Wawa was started as a dairy, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and then they did what they did with it. But everything, like a lot of the stuff they carry, is their own branded product. They make their own ice cream, they make their own drinks, they make their own coffee, and it was all good. Like I didn't find anything there that I didn't like. When I tried the ice cream, it was good. When I tried, you know, I had their coffee ice cream, and it was almost—it was like right up there with Häagen-Dazs level. I mean, it was really as far as that's my fa- Häagen-Dazs is yeah. my favorite coffee ice cream. So that's my kind of Like my my bar is set. Um, but like even their, um, the iced tea, their, I got an iced tea lemon. It's an Arnold Palmer, Palmer mix, Palmer basically. And it was a 50, 50 mix in a hat or a quarter gallon jug. And I got that and there was no artificial sweeteners, which I can't do. Cause I got sick. So there it was just, everything was like quality there and it was not expensive. So I'm just like, okay, I get the the whole reason why this place is so damn popular. And it's quick, too. Like, you walk in there, you want a freaking sandwich, you type it up on the screen. By the time you've paid for it and walked back, it's ding, it's done. Um, The
1: the, the whole concept of that cool of a convenience store is like, well,
0: It's totally foreign, right? Yeah, it's just not, I mean. Which is why every
1: time they talk about it, I'm like, what? Yeah. why? Like right. gross. Like, why would you go get a sandwich from? <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: No, so. I basically for the first couple of days I was there, the bulk of my meals consisted of something from Walmart <laughs> because they had they had amazing parfaits. It's like I got like his an apple and granola parfait one day and a fruit one, the and a different fruit one the next day. um Had some sandwiches, had all this stuff. I also went to like, Tony Luke's, did the traditional cheese steak thing and all that, and uh yeah, so it was you no, know, it was a cool trip and. Um, It was interesting to be over there, like, where... Cause uh, there was a few times driving where I realized I'm like, Oh, that's right. I'm on the East coast. It's okay to use your horn without like mortally wounding somebody when you do it. Right. And so I had a I I the horn a few times and I just got the bird. And, ah, fuck you buddy. I'm like, hey, fuck you too. <laughs> and I was like, this is a way better response than you have in Portland. Cause you honk the horn at somebody here. and It's like, you just shot their kid in their face right in front of them, you know? And they're like, Oh God, because they don't know how to handle it. So it was, it was an interesting trip. All, but all in all, I had a good time and the training was good. and. The only thing that was kind of like I'm like I don't know like I'm just not sure about this is that I had to fly back the day that he who shall not be named was inaugurated and I'm like "Ah, this could be bad. (laughs) It was fine. I know it was, but it was you know we were sitting in this greasy spoon diner so I could try um, scrapple. You I don't think would be able to do it. The texture, yeah, it's a great flavor. It's a great flavor. But I would say the consistency, and once you cut to the outside, would be that of like that moist cat food. So I just don't think you can get behind it. So, yeah. But it was a good flavor. I, I get why people dig it now. Um, I can't
1: do spam. Well, I can do spam in very small quantities. See, for me,
0: spam is just there's so much salt in it that I, like I just it. like. Oh, it, but I, I like the salt, the saltiness. I, of I don't it. mind the saltiness. of it. It's just when it's done, I'm like, I feel like I could go sit in a bathtub and I'd do like a sponge. I'd soak all the water up. Um, but so we were in that greasy spoon diner and I'm like, eh, I'm not so sure how I feel about being in a plane the day that this whole thing goes down. And she's like, you know, it's possibly, she's like, it's going to be one of two things. It's going to be the safest place to be (laughs) because shit's going down here on the ground or they're going to take the planes down first. I'm like, well, thanks. It's a 50, 50 shot, you know? (laughs) So... And then uh, you got you seemed to have a pretty okay week with the kids. I mean, it wasn't like wh- yeah. a super rough week, except for being stuck in being the house. snowed in. Right. But even so, I think it could have been, I think overall their behavior seemed as good as it could have been for that particular situation. Yeah.
1: They're, I mean, they've gotten pretty used to you being gone. They've stopped being quite so horrible to me. Every now and then it's stressful for its own reasons. Right. But.
0: Well, I just find it funny that, like, this isn't like this is not a new concept to either Temperance or Trent. I mean, I've done this their entire life, and they're still like, I think this last trip was the first trip where Temperance, like, I'm mad at you for leaving me. I'm like, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> yeah. I think she was just trying to hold something over you.
0: I think so, too. And well, it was also the first trip where it's been a full, like, seven. Well, I guess it did know? Salt Lake City like that, too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so that was it was good, and I, I, uh, yeah, I had a good time. You yeah, know, things were good here, and and you guys, the sledding thing, did that happen before? No, it happened while I was here, didn't it? Yep. We tried before the whole, you left. Right, that's right.
1: I think we talked about it on the mm-hmm.
0: show. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did before you left. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. And then,
1: um, while you were gone, we just waited for the snow to melt. Mm-hmm. Then you know, no school. Back to school. Freezing rain. No school. Back to.
0: And now they're talking about maybe happening again next week. Yeah, which would be interesting.
1: Um, and then once the kids were back in school, my. Mo- <laughs> okay, so my mom watches Trent during the day, during the week, and you were gone, and so I really needed the extra help. Right. And she decided to go out of town. (laughs) Like, I finally get the kids back to school. Right. And she's like, peace out. I'm gone for two days. (laughs) Like,
0: fuck. So now I just... let's, Let's preface that with... We, it's not like we expect her to never, ever go out of town. No. It's that she never gives us any... She didn't any, tell me she was There's going no advance notice. It's just, oh, by the way, you had appointments tomorrow, and I'll normally watch a kid? Sorry, no. I can't do that.
1: So uh, it was kind of a shock, and uh, that was fun. So I basically, I've been working with all or at least one of the kids every day for the last month. Mm. And I don't know if anybody's ever told you, but that's kind of hard. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: No, it's, it's, a pay, it's a real pain in the patootie. Yeah,
1: yeah, something like that. So um, the the house has been falling behind in keeping it up, and the work has been falling behind in keeping it up, and it's just really, really getting stressful, man.
0: But on the flip side of it, this week, this last week, we got to do something really cool. That as As a parent you don't get out very often without the children. Yes. Either it's one person, one parent takes it, takes the kids. So the other parent can have some, you know, me time and or that the other parent leaves on their own solo. And usually somebody or both get stuck with the kids. It, and I, I, when I say stuck with the kids, I don't mean it necessarily in a negative light, but it's just what you, you're a parent. You have to take care of your children. It's kind of what you do. Um, it's hard to get away and have like a night out. Like before, before kids or before the younger two are born, when Ezra would go to his mom's house, we'd have that built in weekend.
1: Yeah, for like the eight months before we right. had it. <laughs> but, right, but, but we had it, yeah. and
0: we were able to go out and do stuff just one-on-one, or you could go and do, you know, if you need to run to the store, just go do whatever, and vice versa. Right. Um, but then after they were born, that it was like pretty much, it hasn't happened for like the last eight years. Um, <laughs> but uh, every year, my company does an annual sales meeting where everybody gets together and comes back to the home office, all the remote guys and whatnot, and we have a whole Buttload of vendors come through. We do a bunch of trainings, lunch and learns. It's a chance for the inside staff that normally work out of the office and the outside guys to kind of catch up and can, you know do a state of the union, so to speak. And we all kind of just get together and, and see how the last year was, look at the next year as far as you know what we think numbers are going to do and what, where we need to beef things up or what we need to watch out for, so on and so forth. But all of these end up being like twelve hour days because you start off early in the morning, go through all the stuff, and there's always an e- almost always an evening event that's dinner et cetera. Um, and so, previously, it's always been like, all right, I'll be home as soon as I can kind of thing. And, and you're like, all right, and, and I'll, I'll bus back over here when, when we can. But this week, we were able to actually have somebody come stay overnight with the kids and get them off to school the next day. Yep. And so, we went out, we had dinner, and then we went to the bar afterwards because uh, we actually had a new sales guy that we just hired that we were catching up with and kind of getting to know. So, we had some drinks at the bar, and then we were able to rent a hotel room close to my office and stay the night there. Because
1: and- it- it's a, about an hour away. And oh, my office yeah. Your, your office is right. about an hour away. And I just, I thought it was a really cool idea to stay over there because going out and having drinks and whatever is fun, but driving the hour back home afterward is not.
0: <laughs> right. Because even, you know. Because even
1: if you haven't drank, which w- in the past, if I'm able to go. Right. We just, I just don't drink. Right. And then, and then I drive back and that's no big deal. I've never really minded in the past, but it was really fun to be able to participate and.
0: Right, and you got you finally got to meet two of the outside guys yep. that you've heard all about and, yep. and been trying to meet for years now. Yeah, um, so that was cool. So it was just it, it was a really cool positive experience, and, and we're it's nice that we're finally getting to that point in our relationship with, with the kids and all that where we can get out and about once in a while, and it's not detrimental. It's not like a pain the biggest pain in the ass for us to try to make it happen, and or it's not. And I'm
1: just think in like five more years five ish more years we can actually leave them all i know like maybe not overnight but we could we could be gone till one o'clock in the morning
0: right. like, Well, see, and that's so that's like the super bummer for me is like the whole like the overnight thing i would like really look forward to that because and i'm like oh yeah i can do that and i'm like no my oldest son's a douchebag right now and it's probably going to carry on until it's older because that was the one thing i you know my parents always trusted us with and i never ever tried to do was I never did the whole big party mom and dad were out of town thing like right. they, there was times they would left us for a weekend, and for a myriad of different reasons i never did the whole now I may have gone over to a friend's house and gotten trashed over there and then stayed the night there and come back but I never tried doing the whole rage at mom and dad's house and hope to god that we don't get caught thing because did I. the it was just not worth the possible you know death that I could come up with after the fact so um, but I just don't know that. At the very least, we have one of our children that probably would not be smart enough to not do that. And so, yeah. Yeah. I would.
1: And let's be honest, I think there's that, that Tempe, in and of herself, would, could potentially be one of those party types. Yeah. I think she'd be smart enough to not have it here or whatever, but she's, she likes a party, man. Yeah, she's, she, does. she is down for a party. Yep. And, uh, Trent's just a homebody, man. hmm Especially the last couple... Ever since he discovered the Minecraft.
0: Well, it's... I think, though, that that's Cohen. Like, he didn't really put up a lot of a fight for going out today, but he's also at the tail end of the growth spurt.
1: Yeah. He's been mopey because he's been growing. Um, he,
0: he's the weirdest kid when it comes to growing. I know. He starts with being a fever, so you think he's sick. Then he goes into just being a raging dickbag for, like, a, a couple of days. Yeah. Then he's exhausted, and then he's just whiny, clingy, mopey and doesn't want to go anywhere or do anything and the whole world's he's basically sadness from yeah. uh, from uh uh inside out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden like on the light switch then he'll wake up the next day and be right as rain. Yeah.
1: I'm waiting for the right as rain part. I think he's coming around. Today was today easy. was better. Um so yeah, that's that's part of it. But I also noticed that he's actually grown like mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Like so everybody knows kids' clothes are are arbitrarily sized, right? But you can generally like he's a four ish or he's so he basically went he skipped a five yeah he's gone from four to six overnight right um i put a five t-shirt on him to go to the funeral yes on uh friday mm-hmm. and it barely fits
0: yeah
1: uh the arms are too short the and his pants are too short now and yep. like i'm like fuck we just like, we don't buy him a lot of clothes we do a lot of hand-me-downs and well, a lot of we've
0: got an entire bin up there like, thankfully it saved our ass so many times yeah. of clothes that
1: hand-me-downs but, from ezra right. hand-me-downs from other people and i've just basically i've pretty much been able to roll everything through I, I mean every now and then we buy something for him but mostly it's gifts for christmas and and what mm-hmm. we've handed down between
0: christmas birthdays and and the hand-me-downs we, we haven't outside
1: of we have personally bought him like four outfits well, in his and, entire, a, life. and
0: mainly it's underwear yeah and, we do and buy socks. him
1: socks and underwear because yeah I always, we don't
0: we don't do the hand-me-down socks or I, underwear feel like thing. S- I feel
1: like i feel sometimes i'll do socks if they're still in really good shape like if they skipped a growth spurt uh-huh. or something and they only warm a couple of times but mostly i feel like you really as a human you deserve new underwear everybody right. deserves brand new underwear
0: exactly yeah yeah so that was it was just not something that we normally hand me down um yeah, but he's just growing like a damn weed yep. and getting huge.
1: But th- That reminds me. That's something we should probably do tomorrow is pull out that bin and mm-hmm. go through his clothes and get some more in his drawers because he's mostly out of things that fit.
0: Okay. So. Yeah, empty out the small stuff and then we can pass that down to our friend here in town. Yep. And they'll be able to use it for their son. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's been an interesting couple of weeks. just been like... I kind of like well, I don't know what to talk about because there's been so much to talk about like, I know we, we go through it you know everything that's been going on like we had the birthday party today for our we, friends. we son. got new
1: running shoes Frank we
0: did yes Frank we, <laughs> we got running shoes I'm we, sure we had
1: to push pause on the running because I was getting shin splints super super bad I
0: actually t- I, today is the first day I'm almost feeling semi normal yep. but like I couldn't I could barely walk yeah Um, my, my left ankle is all killing me and my knees are hurting and you were getting shin splints mm-hmm. and and whatnot and
1: so we got new shoes that are specific for running with our type of feet because mm. we have one of those cool running stores that'll help you figure that out and right um so i'm i'm kind of excited to get back on the treadmill me too to the run
0: well no i'm super bummed because i was killing it i know you were that we can you know pa i mean i i didn't like a week and a half i i did 19 miles mm-hmm. um and i was like within reach of eric and then I injure myself, and then he's like, just been he, not not horrible, but he, he harassed me at least once or twice, like one of was like, "You can't catch me, cop." Dot dot dot, and posted his uh, stats. And I'm like, "You fucking son of a bitch <laughs> So
1: no, I was way far behind both of y'all because I got tiny little legs, but. Mm-hmm. um yeah. I don't think it's fair that for for me to run a mile and for you to run a mile it's a
0: completely different Well if it makes you feel if it makes you feel any better. See that happened to me on so the first episode we recorded, we mm-hmm. were all drunk, so it just kinda like worked. Then yeah. the second episode we recorded in <laughs> the tongue tied thing. Uh, yeah. And like I was trying to say, um poking around or putzing around and then my brain almost tried to go poking and it came out puking. <laughs> and of course, Frank just like, <laughs> is that just like a Northwest term? No, I'm just puking around. And he's like, give me a hard time. I'm like, God damn it. And there's a couple other things like that that happened. And I'm just like, I sound like a complete schlub here on this. Um, yeah. I, I, so I don't know what's going on with my brain there. But um, now see, I I've totally lost track of where we were just at. What were we talking about? I'm like, we were doing running. Oh, no. If it makes you feel any better, um, when I'm when I'm quote unquote running, mm-hmm. it's probably more like your your stride length anyways i'm like <laughs> <laughs> slovenly shuffling along <laughs>
1: <laughs> no i um i got my car detailed yeah uh i got a good deal on getting my car detailed because let me tell kids you just destroyed kids it. destroyed that car and mm-hmm. it was so gross and i couldn't i had tried everything so i took it down to the car washi washy place and they were like hey we'll give you a discount." I'm like, sure, do that. And so yep. they did. And it worked. And it was it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, but to do that I had to drop it off and you were out of town. No. You were back, but you had to work.
0: Yeah, I had all the all day meeting. Yeah. So So
1: I had to walk my happy ass the mile back from the car place. So I like turned on the Nike app. I'm like, I'm just gonna see if I'm if I'm just walking how far because it's GPS mm-hmm. tagging you. Right. Like how far did I actually walk and how quickly, which is how I know that the treadmill's all fucked up. Right. Because I was just kind of moseying mm-hmm. like like walking at a pace that didn't leave me you know winded winded and um because that's not hard to do when you the weight that i am um and it had me at like a 22 minute mile and when i was flat out running on the treadmill it was putting me at a 29 minute mile right <laughs> like i think something wrong
0: yeah so we got that as an experiment yeah i like treadmills oh, yeah. i think we're gonna get a better one here soon we're gonna need to get a better one. um so that's in the works um, yeah. And I think part of how I, I messed up my leg was when I had the, uh, the phone incident on the treadmill at the other place. I actually dropped my you phone. Dropped, yeah. Then it hit the thing and it ricocheted out behind me and slammed to the wall, which then threw me off balance. And I almost ended up falling and flying off the damn thing too. Um, so that was interesting and fun, but yeah, it's what I noticed is that when you're, you know, that, that whole, I always heard people talk about, like, I got my second wind thing. Yeah. Never had experienced it. Yeah. The fir- the first fifteen minutes for me are fucking murder when I get on there. I'm like even like like I'll be I'm like I have to like I there's this head say I'm getting into I'm like I need to go do my running. I need to get in the treadmill. Ah oh, boy. And so what I what I did to entice myself to it is I wouldn't you know, I was I was watching episodes of Man in the High Castle when mm-hmm. I was on the treadmill. So I'd got the headphones on, go out there, go do my thing, and then that first fifteen minutes I'm like, Oh, this is horrible, worst fucking thing ever. Oh, my, why am I doing this? I'm I'm stupid. I need to get off. And then like literally between fifteen and sixteen minutes, also I'm just like breathing fine, I can do it, and I just go, go, go until the cool down period and
1: well, for me it's um so I have a thing called hypodermographism, which mm-hmm. means that my body My body rebels at being irritated. And so even if I give myself a light little scratch, it will release histamine onto my skin and it will make it itch and red and sometimes hives and blisters. So um, it's a real thing, just in case you were wondering. Mm -hmm. When I run... The friction of the blood in my blood vessels along with the cloth that's rubbing against my skin will actually cause that histamine reaction. Mm-hmm. And it makes my whole body feel like it's on fire. Mm-hmm. Like like the skin. It feels like little ants poking and crawling and and it hurts. Like it's it's a physical pain, not right. just an irritation. And um it doesn't happen every single time. And I've read a lot about it, and basically basically the the deal is it eventually can be it can go away right um your body will get used to it kind you just of a thing
0: muscle through it for a while but
1: sometimes it doesn't like right. so for some people it's just there all the time and you just so but it gets really bad at about 15 minutes it's the worst and then it slowly tapers off by about half an hour it goes away completely mm-hmm. um but i was trying to explain this to my friend that i've been running with and i'm like yeah it pretty much feels like i'm on fire from you know, 15 to 20 minutes, and then after that, it kind of fades away, and it just feels tingly instead of ouchy. Um, And, and she was just like, and you still choose to do this? (laughs) Like, Why would you do this to yourself? I'm like, well, that's my point is, something that's been holding me back all along is that I do it for a while, but then I'm like, this, <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> this sucks. This is not fucking worth it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but this time, it seems like it really is worth it. Like, it's working, not just the running, but also mm-hmm. the, everything else that I'm doing to try and lose weight is actually kind of working. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not been a hardship. It's just been something fun to do. Yeah.
0: So. Well, and that was my concern, too, is like, was it going to be a hard... Am I going to enjoy this, or what am I going to do? And running itself without a distraction... I don't. Anybody that says they can run just to run and like they don't, they don't. You know, I use it as a, like a, a way to escape. Like I put the headphones in. I'm either on music or I'm watching something. But if I concentrate on the running itself, then it's like the time. Just like
1: every kick, step per- feels, feels like it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's super slow. And also, I've noticed too that the direction the countdown timer goes, or the direction the timer goes, makes a difference for me. Like if I put it in a thirty minute run or a thirty minute session. And it starts at zero and works its way up. It seems like I'm on there for hours, hmm. just fucking horrible. But if I let it, if I tell it to count backwards mm-hmm. and it starts at thirty and works its way down, it's like I, I feel like I've only been on there for five minutes. It's the weirdest like mental thing for me. I don't get huh. it. I don't know why. But I, I for the, when I was, cause I think ours by default counts down. Whereas, um, and I was out of town. This one was counting up, and I was like, "Man, these runs have been miserable." last <laughs> year. And I'm like, "Wait, can I switch it?" And so I switched it. And also, I'm like, "Hey, this is awesome, no big deal." I'm like, <laughs> "The hell is that's just a weird thing, you know?"
1: Weird.
0: <laughs> but it's just, it's one of those you know things you figure out that for whatever reason you're wired a certain way, so you just work it working around that. Um, and yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. I I can tell that it's working because I can't you know I. I finally relented this summer and bought bigger pants and a bigger belt. And then now
1: And now you're losing weight.
0: (laughs) Right. And now I'm like having a hard time keeping my pants on my ass and I'm like, son of a bitch. (laughs) So and it's not like I can just go back to my old pants because part of the reason why I bought the new pants is because some of my old pants were just threadbare good. and need to be replaced so like especially like my, my slacks for work i can't just go back to my old ratty pairs because they don't look good enough for work. and so i'm like i gotta go buy more clothes like, oh, son of a bitch but i'm holding off as long as i can because i figure i'm gonna drop at least another pant size or two mm-hmm. so i'm gonna wait till my you know my gut settles into wherever it wants to be <laughs> and then i'll go out and you know put the money into it then but until then i'm just gonna kind of have to you know i'll drill a couple extra holes in the belt or whatever and <laughs> make it work until then so Good plan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: just buying really stretchy clothes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I, uh, I'll go whichever way I go. <laughs> if I could get away with that. I know. Totally would. You can't. I'm just not allowed. It. Like
1: I've recently discovered the phenomenon that is LuLaRoe.
0: <laughs> right. Well, and you know, that would work for guys if cod pieces were still in style. I know, ba- right? Back when it was like, you know, it was in style to like make sure you had the bulge and, and all that. But now it's like frowned upon to walk around looking like you got, you know.
1: I uh, bet you could. Well, never mind. I was gonna, I was gonna say you can probably wear whatever you want, but you might have to fight your employer a little bit. But you work for such a conservative employer, I don't know. You
0: can- yeah, no, it's not worth, and, and it's one of those things. that's not worth taking the risk, and and I don't know. There are some days it's like you want a legal battle. I'll give you a legal battle. <laughs> nah, it'd be fun. Nah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have that problem with this place. They're no. they're they're really good.
1: No, I'm not talking about your. Your okay. place. I'm saying in general, like if right. somebody's like, "I'm, I'm, let's do this." <laughs> yeah. No, no,
0: that actually that happened in a completely different way, but that happened for me at Trent's birthday party. So this uh, Dave and Buster's, I think they're a nationwide chain. Yeah, um, fairly nationwide. They recently put, like within the last six years or so, put one in here in, in the Portland area, and we'd never have one before. And basically, there's this mall. About out in this uh, city called clackamas it's about a forty-five minute drive from where we're at. Um, that was at one point in time, like the mall to go to, like in the eighties. Then in the nineties, it just went to shit, mm-hmm. and then throughout the early two thousands, they're like trying to resurrect it, and then all of a sudden it's back again because it's like the mecca of of uh, your your wasps, you know, mm-hmm. your white, you know, that whole thing. Um, so. Look like at REI and all these different stores in there now, and it's but it's really nice. They've done a really good job at bringing the facility back up to a decent like you don't feel like you're going to get stabbed walking in there, um, kind of a deal. And
1: I don't know, there was a shooting there a couple of years ago. Yeah, that was, but that
0: was. <laughs> let's not you. You could really dive into a yeah. tangent on that one. That was not because of the clientele. That was because somebody was trying to do the most collateral damage because just, you know gun control is not okay in this country. That's just a silly idea. Um, But they put a Dave and Buster's in this place. But in order to do that and and to add these other stores, they went to a parking garage and they took away a lot of the the parking lot style parking that was there. Mm -hmm. And people don't like to have to like you know i walk. have to walk that's just silly i think it's
1: really interesting that people will fight over close parking spots to the mall and then walk around the mall for an hour well it's because like,
0: you don't want to have to walk any further after you leave the mall <laughs> you you realize how much walking you're going to do in the mall <laughs> you're not trying to set yourself up for more I what just, the hell is that about
1: yeah but anyway.
0: when we when we got there we just happened upon like one of those those happenstances where there's a parking space super close to the front door and so we snagged it because we had presents and stuff to haul in and so it worked out great for us and then we did the whole birthday party kids had a blast and we stayed like an hour or two after the party was over so that he could spend all his credits he got as part being the birthday boy um finished up we had a buttload of tickets and we split them up between the kids said here you've got this many tickets to spend go do it well the the, temperance found this they had like a 48 inch giant pikachu Mm -hmm. and she had just enough tickets for it but they didn't have any left in stock so she was all sorts of, you know, just devastated, devastated by that. Finally got her calmed down. I hey look, we'll just go out to the car. We're gonna bring you back here next week. You can turn your tickets, in then we'll get it done. Not a big deal. We'll have this handled. And so I was waiting for you and Ezra to come out, and so we were in the car. So I go out there, me
1: and Ezra and Trent and
0: Trent. Yes. Yeah. So and I it was out,
1: pouring down rain.
0: Right. But I so I ran out the car, fired it up to get it warmed up. But I know for a fact that I don't like it when somebody sits there with the brakes on and or the reverse lights on, and you can't tell what they're doing. So I made sure all the lights were shut down, and it was just the car idling so we could warm up. I'm sure you could see the exhaust coming out, but you know it wasn't. We didn't look like we were going anywhere. Um, And then you walked out and I guess somebody started like stalking you in the car. They were stalking
1: me to the car. They were driving right behind me looking for where I was going into the car. We get to the car. I was talking to you about what, because Trent had purchased some things with his tickets. And I was talking to you about it. We were waiting for him to buckle up and Tempe and blah, blah, blah. And... All of a sudden, some guy
0: knocks on my window.
1: Knocks on your fucking window, and
0: yeah. well, the funny thing was, I swear it was like as soon as like you shut the door, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden there's a rap, rap, rap in my window. And so I roll the window down, and he's like, "So are you just planning to sit here the whole night, or something like that?" And I'm well, like, no, he's
1: like, "Are are you guys planning on leaving anytime soon?" That's what he said. Yeah, and and you're like, "Yeah," as soon as my son's done buckling up, and he's like, "Well, you've got a whole line of cars here," and we were like, "Okay, well, we'll." back out in a minute like we're gonna you know like at this point it went from oh yeah sure no problem to okay buddy lighten up
0: like calm down and And then
1: he's so then he's like okay i guess i'll just wait and he folds his arms and stares you down yeah like angrily like like really pissed off right and we're just like it's- well, and
0: then you made the comment, you're like, it's not illegal for me to sit here if I wanted to. Yeah. And, it, and I don't know if you noticed this or not, but he actually, at one point, he reached for my door handle, and that's when my response was like, oh, so that's how it's going to fucking be? <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. So I I hit the seatbelt and, and popped my belt off, cracked the door open, and I think when I opened the door and the light turned on and he realized what he was dealing with, that's when he's like, oh, you just, you just do whatever you want to do, fine. And he goes running back to his car and hopping his little fucking Subaru and tore off out of there. But I'm just like... Oh my god! Like, well, he was
1: wearing socks and sandals. Well, I know that's your first clue.
0: Yeah, but it was uh, normally the hippies don't get mouthy. Yeah, like maybe that's another Trump effect. Like, (laughs) like everybody feels the right to get super mouthy of everybody else. Like they're like, fine, if the rednecks are gonna get mouthy, we're gonna get mouthy too, and it's just this whole huge thing, right? It
1: it was such a weird experience. I yeah, I still don't understand why he ever felt entitled to come up and say anything in the first right.
0: Like I mean, I I, like I said, if I had been sitting there with my foot on the brake. And or the reverse lights on, and hadn't moved. I could right. see somebody getting mad, not mad enough to come to the car window and say something, but I could see how that could be frustrating to somebody,
1: right? And but and if he had come up and said, "Hey, I noticed you guys were starting to get in your car. I'm just if you guys are going to leave soon, I'm going to wait for you. But if not, I'm going to move on. Right. Just wanted to kind of check in with you so I could snag this cool spot. I would have been like, "Yo, yeah, man, that's awesome! As soon as we get buckled, the spot is yours, right? And everybody would have been happy because I'm a happy person like that. Yep. But to be like. I guess I'll just wait then, and like, murr, 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 murr. I just wanted to punch him. I wanted to punch him so
0: bad. I was going to. Since <laughs> uh, this, this minute he reached for my car handle, I'm like, okay, you have now invaded my space. Yep. I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna invade your teeth into the back of your damn throat. It's what I'm gonna do at this point. So fuck you, dude. I was, I was
1: pretty mad. Cause... I mean,
0: it's there. there there's absolutely, and, 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 and you know, had it just been me, I probably would have let it go and moved on, but. I, and this might be counterintuitive, and this might be the opposite of how I'm supposed to do it. But when I have my family in the car and you threaten it, mm. that pisses me off exponentially more, which makes me want to just get out and beat you to a fucking pulp, which I know is not a good thing for the kids to see. <laughs> so I get how it could be a counterintuitive or counterproductive type thing. Um, but I'm much easier to shrug things off when it's just me in the car because it's whatever. I mean, if you, I can figure it out. But when I'm responsible for my children's lives and all that, and you possibly mess with that, that just kind of really makes me angry. Um, so thankfully he, he, he walked off and it didn't have to escalate any more past that. But I was really thinking at some point I was going to have you on the phone, call on the cops and I was going to be out there waiting for him to throw the first punch. So I could just, you know, murder his ass and then have the cops come scrape him up and take him in and just say, yeah, hey, sorry, he punched me in self-defense. You know,
1: <laughs> I was about ready to start turning on the camera and be like, go right. ahead, make a right. movement. Cause it was just the weirdest. Like I said, weirdest thing. Like like he had to have been in a bad mood about something else to start with, because
0: mm-hmm. that's not something. I'm thinking it might have just been the Trump thing. Like he was still pissed <laughs> off about Trump. Because he and, I, and I'm not, not to go political on it, but that's you can tell that he was your granola eating uh, Portlandia, uh, voted for Hillary if not Bernie, type thing. And this whole new wave with. The Cheeto boy being in the presidency and whatnot and all this stuff, which just they probably just had him in a really sour fucking spot. And I've noticed that I have noticed that with there's been a difference in attitude amongst people. There's this people in the middle. that are just kind of like, yeah, this really blows and it's kind of scary, but we're just going to kind of see what happens kind of thing. But then there's been the really vocal ones on both sides of the, of the equation. And we're like the ones were like, you know, oh, that's right, Trump's here now, and you can go fuck yourself, and we're going to get your kind out of this country, and we're going to make it great again. And then there's the other ones like, you know, homophobic this and whatever that. And I'm like, uh, guys, oh, okay. Uh, and I do post, you know, little jabs here and there on my, on my Facebook and all that, just because I know it pisses off certain people in my family. <laughs> But like the uh, there there is a le- legitimate level of vitriol that's going around right now from all an- aspects that's really kind of, it's, I, I haven't seen it in my lifetime, at least not that I can, that I was paying enough attention to really think about and I recall. I think it was
1: more isolated pockets. Because some of the stuff I've been noticing is that uh, we're getting, people are getting called out for things that have already happened before. Right. It, to, with the opposite side. Mm-hmm. Like like liberals are getting called out for throwing a fit even though republicans threw a fit when obama won like it it's just fewer people did it before yeah there's more people doing whatever it is they're doing now than there used to be and and we're seeing it more i mean let's face it we've we've really hit the zenith of this digital age shit like like we're seeing every very up close very personal people are even four years ago, people were a lot less likely to post something political on their Facebook or, the, mm. you know, or make fight about it on on social media. And now people are just, they are looking for somebody to start right. a fight with.
0: Well, and I, and I honestly think it's because we're at a point, I know that I've been at this point quite a bit personally of, of I think we're just kind of sick of the bullshit, but there's not a real good choice as to what to do.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like... Like I'm not
1: a protester. I'm mm-mm. it's not the kind of it's not a something I'm big into doing. It never has been and probably never will be. And even if I find I don't feel that there's a lot of help in that. And if you do, I don't have anything against you. I have no problems with you doing it. Um but it's not how I see a good solution. A good use of my time right. for a solution Well is, the
0: problem I have with it is is this. And, and this is this and I this might I'm going to draw it into parenting. So I don't want you guys to think we're just like getting off into, you know, la Lala land here, but with the way I raise my kids, I want them to know that their voice and their opinions can be heard. I also want them to know that in order to be really taken seriously, you have to do it in a manner that, that, you know, that, that, um, that, uh, is worthy. uh, Basically you have to be respectful about it. You know, you can't... There's a difference between protests and riots. Yeah. Like, if you're down... This has happened here in Portland. If you're downtown and you're hucking a brick through the window of a mom and pop shop because you're pissed off about something and you try to call it civil disobedience, you can civilly go fuck yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's... They did nothing to you. Now... Granted, they could have possibly voted for the person that you're against or whatever, but do you really know that? And so, for in, in that respect, your message gets lost, yeah. especially on me. Like, I'm all for people out there. Like, if, if you want to protest peacefully and you want like the women's march, that was amazing. Like, women are like, "Fuck this!" You know, trying to sign away all of our rights to our bodies. I don't like this, but they didn't go out and like you know, uh, they just didn't get stupid about it. But they got their point across. Now, whether or not that has any actual collateral impact or there's actually any verifiable change that comes from that, that can be argued elsewhere. I'm not going to argue that. I'm just going to argue that the message was heard and it was heard in a way that showed, hey, by the way, we didn't fuck shit up. We didn't destroy property. We didn't do these things because it's not necessary to do those things. And anybody that tries to argue otherwise is an idiot. I'm sorry. You you can get your point across without being a belligerent jackass. It's just it's truth. And I know this because I've been a belligerent jackass in the past trying to get my point across and I realize how much more effective it is when I don't do that. Um, not that I'm perfect because I still end up falling into that from time, from time to time. But for me trying to raise your kids to not be that way when they see that in the world, it's really rough because you're, like, you're trying to like explain to them, we need positive change and we need to influence positive things in the world. And Here's how you can do this. And there's these people on there with their faces all covered up and um Whatnot, and like people free, like uh, cheering at this neo Nazi, or they think is a neo Nazi, the alt right guy getting sucker punched. Yeah, fucking sucker punch Nazi. It's like, and are you really doing anything? Are you any better than him at that point? I mean, so, yeah. and, and so it's, I'm trying to do right with my kids and show them that this, this is not how you handle your business. But all they're seeing is people handling their business that way, and it makes it really difficult as a parent to, like, explain, like, eh, you really should... Like, I know the entire world's fucking doing this, or so it seems, but you shouldn't do that. Yeah. And, well, and
1: civil disobedience can, doesn't have to be a protest. Right. There's lots of ways you can show... I mean...
0: Well, and I know that there's going to be the argument of, like, the Boston Tea Party, and da 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 but fine, I get that. But once again... That was towards, like, when the Boston Tea Party happened, that happened from shipments from Europe that were going to be taxed, blah, 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 blah. That was directly affecting the pro- person that was causing you the problem. Like, I well, don't see people... Uh, ho-
1: I will I will call you on that, because it
0: actually oops, affected the citizenry quite a lot. It, it did. But my point being is that it was one of those things, it wasn't like they, um, I mean... They didn't directly that like, go like burn down a business or something like that. I, I get that, that person that somebody was probably relying upon selling that stuff to make some money. So there's a, I guess a gray area you walk yeah. there. Um, but when you're like destroying somebody's car and there's or, or like you like what I'm just trying to get to work, and you're in the middle of a freeway, or I'm trying to get home to my family and you're blocking a freeway, you're really not doing. Any good? You're just you're pissing off those that you're in, you're encountering, and you're losing your messages is being completely lost at that
1: point. I see your point, but I disagree because I feel like nobody wakes up until it affects them.
0: This is true. And you're
1: not going to pay much. I mean, you might pay attention, but you're not really going to develop an opinion one way or the other until somebody stops you on your way to work and you can't get to work. And now you're pissed. You want to find out why they're pissed and why they're pissed enough to make you pissed. And you're going to find out how you can make them not pissed anymore so that they don't block your way to fucking work anymore. And and while I understand your anger, I think that there is something to be said for If you don't get people angry about something, you're not going to make a point.
0: Right. No. But I think the problem is, though, is that there are ways you can do that. That will still have the message delivered effectively, right? Because all I see from let's take the, like, let's just kind of. I think a walk.
1: If you were protesting Trump's presidency, a walk-in on all of his his business holdings Boom. would be a lot more
0: effective, right? Um, right. Versus, you know. I'm sorry, my boobs
1: know. keep bumping the microphone.
0: Yeah, it doesn't bother me none. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> he like has a supercut of all the boob scrape noises. <laughs>
0: (laughs) Oh, you don't even know. (laughs) The things they do in my hotel room are those noises. (laughs) It's like a Jackson Pollock painting in there. (laughs) It was
1: like that before. (laughs) Well, I just helped add to it.
0: Um, No, I I, I don't disagree with that. I just think that well, so far out here on the West Coast, especially in our area where there's a lot of rural farming communities and whatnot, you start messing with the rednecks, they're not going to see it as oh, I wonder why they're so upset. Maybe I should go talk to them. They're going to see it as, I just need to run this motherfucker over so I can go to work. Like they don't. And so like you're saying, Maybe. there there are ways you can do that, that. And so as a parent, trying to explain to my kid like, hey dude, I know you got a problem with this. Let's talk it out. But just getting in my face and getting all shitty about it. It's, I know that's what you're seeing on the news every day, but it's not going to work. It's just going to get you your... It's going to get you in trouble because, in, in, quite frankly, you don't have the authority in this household to do anything else but talk to <laughs> me respectfully. That's just the way it works. Um, so, you know, it's – yeah. So I, I I get both sides of it and I see both sides of it. And I'm just really torn because we're in a miserable spot right now yeah. as a society. And I'm just – at times it makes me feel bad like I'm raising kids and to have to deal with this. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. I have some some – trepidation about the future uh there's been a lot of media about about how the president treats women
0: Uh um
1: but some of it's inaccurate and i I guess overall, I want somebody to be judged for their actual actions and not for right. their their perceived actions. Right. And even if that means that somebody I don't particularly like gets a little bit more credit, I'd rather them only get bad credit for the things they've actually done that are bad. <laughs> well, and, and all, I, I've seen a lot of manipulated stuff lately that oh, bothers yeah. me, even being on the on the left side well, of because, things.
0: Because well, the, here's the the problem with that is is that take women's rights or whatever into the whole thing. When it comes to fruition or comes to light that that was altered, manipulated, whatever, it then takes away from the message of your mm-hmm. of you, I, I want to have control over my own body. Mm-hmm. It detracts from that by nothing that you've done, mm-hmm. but for the people that like, oh, see those motherfuckers just did this and they lied. To the same old stupid yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah,
1: because if you get a meme that says Trump just. Outlawed abortion all in all 50 states, and isn't that evil? And and you're like, Yeah, that is evil. That's awful. And then then you find out like he didn't actually do that. Then it it takes away from what you were saying. And and what what really needed to be said is what actually happened, that he's taking steps toward this eventual goal, or you know, whatever. I'm getting a lot more political than I usually want to do, but you get know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'd rather him be judged for what he's actually doing right. than what, what you know, it, it could be perceived he is doing.
0: Right. Well, that, but, right. And it's like the same thing with the kids. Like, you know, judge them for their actions and what they're at, what, what's, at, what's really going on. Not well, we for... have a
1: pretty, pretty standard rule in our house. If I can't prove that you've done yeah. something, then I'm not going to punish you for it. Right. Because I don't feel that it's like, I can assume all day long, but and and it's gotten Ezra out of some serious scrapes cuz I'm like I think you did this and I'm pretty damn sure but I can't prove it so you're off the hook this time but I'm watching you and but he you know but I refuse to to judge somebody based on something that they either haven't done yet mm-hmm. or um you know or haven't done at all and there's just you know illusions to mm-hmm. to it so i guess that's and i really i really don't like the guy i mm-hmm. mean I hope that everybody can pretty much tell from what I have or have not said that I really don't like the guy, but I don't, I want him to be judged on what is actually going on and not somebody's meme about him one way or the other.
0: I will say though, I I finally saw it looks like there's going to be some uncle Joe level memes coming out of this whole thing. Um, But on a completely end of the spectrum and So I'm looking forward to see if more of those come out because I love the Uncle Joe ones.
1: I love funny memes that are for the sake of being funny. I'm totally down with. I'm talking about the ones that are all about, look at this awful thing that he's done again. And it's like, actually, if you look at the whole video clip, it's really Mm -hmm. misleading or, you know, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, we're just at a very polarizing moment as a society right now in our country where we probably haven't. And I'm by no means trying to compare the two, as far as saying that we're we're definitely heading on that path again. But we probably haven't been this divided since right around the times of the Civil War. Like, I mean, like we've, there's always been division and strife, but like it's really, really bad right now.
1: I was actually just thinking that the other night.
0: Like, it's it's this could easily lead to something happening. And uh, you know, I mean, I've never like in my travels, I've never had somebody randomly start talking politics with me on the, on the uh, shuttle bus to and from the rental car place. But like this big old Sasquatch of a man from Georgia <laughs> sat down next to me. He's like, eh, can you believe it? Trump's president. And I thought he was going like, hell yeah. Yahoo. <laughs> right. And I was like, I'm like, yeah, it's definitely an interesting turn of events right now. Things are kind of, he's like, I just can't fucking believe it, man. Like, that's, like really that's the best we had. And <laughs> then he starts like going off. I'm like, Wow, you're from Georgia? Okay, cool. But I'm just like it was really strange to me. Like I, I normally don't make small talk in situations like that anyways. Yeah. yeah You know that. Yep. And then to have somebody randomly A make small talk with me, okay, that's kind of uncomfortable, but I'll do it. Um and then B It was politics. It's like political small talk. And C, you totally were not what I thought you were gonna be. I'm just like, This is strange. <laughs> <laughs> like I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had a Jay Whitaker moment there. Um <laughs> So it it's just interesting because I really I want the best for my kids and I want them to be healthy and well adjusted.
1: But did you did I tell you about when Trent thought it was a joke?
0: Which one? <laughs> oh that he his...
1: So it's uh inauguration night mm-hmm. and like the news story is Trump's first day as president, blah blah blah. Or maybe it was the night before Trump was talking about the inauguration, he's gonna be president, blah blah blah. Trent goes, Really? That's happening? I'm like yeah, honey. He's like, it's happening today. I'm like, yeah. Is, is this real life? am like, yes. He's like, I thought that was a joke. Trump's gonna be president. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: he oh, really thought. Funny.
1: Like <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, that's kind of hysterical. <clears throat> oh wow! Like he had
1: is this real life moment? Huh? At five.
0: What well, it's amazing what they pick up on,
1: and he was just like, "No, I, I really thought that was like some kind of like."
0: <laughs> so how that that kind of makes you realize like how bad is it that when your five year old <laughs> thought that this guy was a joke, <laughs> I, I yeah. and now he's grasping the concept that this guy is actually going to be president, and like it, it's got it's, it's impactful enough that a five year old picks up on it. You're like, "Yeah, whoa, yeah," and I really you know I, I try to keep my venting about this stuff to a minimum in front of the kids like i don't want to bias their opinion we we just S- stuff we just slips out from time we to time. try not
1: to make them too worried about the future because right. it's bad enough as it is
0: we, we're, we have to worry enough for them yeah. so um but yeah it was just uh that's that's weird that if you know the five-year-old realized the impact of what this means for stuff and that's just kind of that's interesting Got me speechless. It's
1: my favorite. That's my favorite. That, that, I thought that was a joke. <laughs>
0: wow. So we have some listener voicemail. Ooh,
1: my That's, favorite. It is. I thought we were gonna do that
0: first. We were, and it didn't happen. <laughs> so we're here to do it now. And we, um, it's actually, uh, it's from, um, a, it's a, from a good friend of ours that listens to the show quite a bit and actually provided us with your anniversary present. Oh, yes. That's from you know Dan at Rock Salt Metalworks. Awesome. Um, so as soon as I get my phone to cooperate My awesome,
1: here. awesome anniversary present. Yeah. Maybe my most awesomest anniversary You can present. talk about it if you want. Uh, it's. I think I... Didn't I talk about wanting it before, the Wonder Woman thing? Cause yeah, I but said you did never
0: this, said that you got it. I, yeah.
1: I haven't been on the show since <laughs> I got it, but I, I'm just prefacing it with, I think I've talked about it on the show before, yeah. that that's the thing that I wanted, Um. Was this Wonder Woman thing that he did? And right. I like it. And so I got to say, dad. he
0: and I are like cut from the same cloth. I know. So I contacted him, and my initial thing was, hey, dude, I, my anniversary's coming up. Um, like, we're kind of kicking ideas here. You got any like Lovey W type stuff you've done in the past? Or what can we do for you? He's like, well, you remember you know she had been talking about my wonder woman piece and i still have that i'm like you do
1: Yeah, he had set it aside for me because right. i couldn't afford it yet and i'm like i want it but i can't afford it he's like i'll set it aside for me I'm like no don't do that man you know if yeah. somebody else wants it i don't want to steal a sale for me he's like no i'll set it aside for you no big deal and i'm like okay and i was thinking with this next closing i go grab it and right. and so you you called him for an idea and he's like uh dude
0: yeah <laughs> uh, yeah And so then he's i'm like okay so then he's like yeah i'll ship it to you the whole nine and he's like but um I need, like, I don't know, like, you just want me to send it to your house? I'm like, yeah, just send it to the house. He's like, okay, and she's not gonna pick up on that. I'm like, we, we don't open each other's mail, um, and it's not the you know the end of the world. And even if she does, it's fine. I'll, you know, I said I've got to do something because I'm out of town. I'm out of town on her anniversary. It's happened, to, you know, this is not the first time this has happened. And <laughs> I'm like, I need, you know, I need to do good on this. And I said, I don't even know if the the other part part of the president I bought her is gonna make it there on time because of the fucking weather we've had. And I'm like, so yeah. And so he, um, he's like, well, okay, cool. He's like, all right, yeah, so I'll do it. He's like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm putting the re- my return address on there so it gets back to me if something goes wrong because I don't want to lose this in the mail. He's like, but I put some like, ch- I can't remember the name of it. But like sort
1: electronics sort- or yeah, something? Yeah, but,
0: but the name of it, the, the first part of the name was like from a local place around him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he did that. He's like, but is she going to like recognize the address or whatnot? I'm like, there is so much going on in her <laughs> life right now that she'll just be like, fuck, Justin bought some sort of electronic gizmo again and I thought we were on a budget. God damn it. And she'll, she'll have, want to have words to me about it when I get back.
1: <laughs> to be fair I
0: did not. No, I'm just, uh, but I told him, like, that, you know, yeah. I'm like, she's not going to notice the uh, thing. He's like, ha ha, ha this is going to be awesome. <laughs> and then, uh, so he, he does the whole thing from his side and um, sends it off. And, and then he's like, yeah, cool. I'm like, so I'm like, and I said, and if she happens to talk to you about it, and like you know, I said, make sure you go. Oh, I'm sorry, somebody else swooped it up, and like make a big deal out of the fact that how sorry you are and this and that, and that you really hope that you know she's not too mad at you for having to let it go, but you needed some cash. She's like, dude, I fucking love this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I do too. And so the whole thing um, worked, and so yeah, yes, yeah, so it kicked off properly. You didn't even know what it was. You set it aside. And no, then I, I set had,
1: it aside, and it and looked, then I played dumb. I said it was from Arizona, and I'm like, oh, that's weird, but I didn't. I didn't I don't right. have the the like the actual address memorized so I was like cuz I've gotten like what three or four packages now from him so right. I'm like I'm like, ah, that looks familiar, but no, it's electronics. He probably ordered something. I did think you had ordered yeah. something. And then you wanted me to open it. And I'm like,
0: oh. <laughs> yeah, but I played dumb at first.
1: Yeah, and I, I didn't know what it was until I unwrapped it. Right, because
0: um, I'm like, I don't remember ordering anything. Elect-. I'm like, ah, shit, I hope I didn't get, you know, get <laughs> something happen on my account again. And so you opened it up. And then I was talking with Trent, and I you're like, oh. And I heard you like, <laughs> sweet. I'm like ah, yeah, she figured it out.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> you also got me berries.
0: Yeah, from a. Uh, Edible arrangements. edible arrangements. Yep. You got your chocolate dipped strawberries yeah. you like so much. Thank you. So.
1: The kids really liked them.
0: I know. They were f-
1: really pissed when I ate all the white chocolate
0: ones. Hey, it's your present, man. You, sh- <laughs> you deserved it. So it was fun. But yeah, so thank you Dan. And yes, if anybody needs you. any type of awesome sculpture type metalwork stuff, art stuff, done he's... I've
1: got it with so many cool ideas for stuff to get people cuz it's just so much more personal than, you know, going well, and, and grabbing something shelf.
0: It is very unique as well. Like so my dad's birthday is coming up and yes, it's safe for me to say this on the show cuz he's not going to listen to it. Um and I and I had seen that he had done some pieces for his um for the Marines and other people he'd been served with in the past. So I'm like, I'm gonna contact him and see if he can do something. So I hit him up. like, hey, look, my dad's birthday's coming up. Here's what kind of the idea I have. I'm looking for this. He's like, yeah, man. And then he's like, so what? Like, what division was he in again? And I'm like, and my brain, I'm like, <laughs> I, don't I, I don't remember. I remember that I'm sitting. I, I can I could replay the freaking... Because they all had those um those march mm-hmm. thing like you know they say during the marches and whatnot Cadence. I can replay that in my mind cause I know exactly what they said but I can't remember which division it was mm-hmm. so I'm asking my sister I'm like hey da 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 and she's like I don't remember either I'm like ah, crap so I asked Ezra to pull his jacket up from downstairs or from upstairs down to mm-hmm. see if it's because it was a jacket for my dad and it was it wasn't with anything to do with his particular division it was about the Fort Carson in general my like, fuck so i go to mom I'm like hey mom what division was dad in again i said i'm working on a birthday present for him and i i don't know if she let the let it slip or not or what because she just ended up asking him directly so i finally got it and i sent him the image and he's all like oh yeah we're gonna do this i'm gonna try this i'm gonna do this and all that and then he calls today we, we were trying to connect all week we were playing some phone tag we got a hold of each other today and we're chatting about it and he's going through the whole thing and he's explaining all the stuff he wants to do and he's like and if, you know and And he was very – I I love it because he's very passionate about it, and he was very concerned about – Making sure that he's like, I want you to know if you're if you're happy about it, whatnot, and this and that. And I said, cool. And I want you to know that if it's the cost, here's the cost we've negotiated. But if it looks like this is going to mm. cause you to not be able to feed your kid or something like that, <laughs> tell me and I'll pay you more. <laughs> yeah. um, I, want this th- I, I want this to be a cool present, but I don't want you to go bankrupt over it. Right. And then we've been chatting more on text messages. He's like, yeah, I got some really fucking cool ideas. I'll have some drawings to you soon and all that. And I'm just, It's cool because of the enthusiasm he puts into these things. And that's something you can't go get at. Fred Meyer yeah. You can't go buy it At a Walmart Or whatever
1: Well and like Having been able To give it as a gift mm-hmm. To these clients That well, I've been giving They loved it They freaking loved it yeah. They were like They, they were like It's the first thing They're gonna hang up yeah. Like it's like Yes Well, and, uh, well really I remember
0: because awesome. That was the crazy night Because That was the
1: crazy night Because there's snowstorm And we, we had, I had to drive you there You had to drive me there and I had
0: to. And she was ready to pop. She was,
1: re- yep, she was ready to give birth. She had her baby, by the way. Oh, good. Uh, congratulations to them. And then, uh, not that they listen, but you know, whatever.
0: Um, you start getting your clients to listen.
1: No, no, because every now and then I bitch about them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, just make sure you don't do it on the weeks that you bitch about them.
1: <laughs> um, so. Uh, we had to do all that, but I I set it on the counter, and I think he came in later, and he's like, "Oh, what's that?" And, I, and she's like, "That's our gift from Jody." And he was like, "Oh, that's really awesome!" Yeah. So it was pretty fun.
0: Yeah, and no one else around here is gonna have something like that. Nope. So, and he's gonna—I I made sure that to tell him that he's gonna send a whole bunch of his business cards oh, with his next shipment. So I want—I want to be able to hand out more. And then I was thinking that we, we do cool stuff at work sometimes. I'm like I'll, mm-hmm. I'll send them your way too. Yeah. Um,
1: Oh, that reminds me. I need to contact him about something else.
0: There you go.
1: We're doing an art project for the kids for the auction, the spring auction, uh, and the the idea that our class rep had is like little copper plates, like like little four by four. Yeah, and they do an embossed plate, and I want to know if he has any suggestions for. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Total side note, no. but anyway, so, play the voicemail. But yeah, so <laughs>
0: Dan from Rock Salt Metal Works is awesome. He does awesome work, so if you guys need anything, check him out. Um, and let's see what he has to say in the voicemail here. And uh, Dan, I understand this is an old voicemail. It came from like two, sorry. three weeks ago. We're Sorry. And we'll be we'll trying to be a lot more expedient about when we play him next time.
1: Hey, guys, this is Dan Lewis. Uh, just wanted to call in and give you guys a boost for, you know, running your asses literally off on the treadmill. <laughs> Good for you guys. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, just as some encouragement, uh, just keep glistening, just keep glistening, <laughs> just keep glistening, glistening, glistening. What do we like to do? We glisten! We like to glisten! I love the show, you guys. Have a great day.
0: <laughs> I want that
1: as my ringtone.
0: I, uh, a, I might cut that out so and set as my <laughs> ringtone. So, uh, no, now I really got to get back on that treadmill. And, I know, right? Because like, like, I, um, I have not done it in a, a solid week because my damn leg. But thank you so much. Yeah, we're um, you. we're we're enjoying it, and it's good. And I, I I might just play that over and over and over <laughs> while I'm on the treadmill. The whole just keep glistening thing.
1: I do that. okay. So I'm, and where that
0: came from is I, I hashtag. I know all my pictures with some sort of like glistening like a pig.
1: But the but the the just keep swimming song the Dory song uh-huh. I do that all the time. All the freaking time. The kids know it now. Like, I. So, anyway.
0: Right. No, I, I get it. And well, it's just because like it it does help you like get through stuff. Like <laughs> I actually I did that one. like I kind of did that channel like I was on the treadmill and I like just keep running, just keep running, just keep running. And, like it was it was one of those ones where I was having a real hard time getting to that last milestone and. Yeah, so no, thank you. It's it's been a little bit of an adventure for us, but I'm looking forward to it. And as I said on the on the mediocre show, the whole juxtaposition for for me is, or the whole reason for me to doing it is that um, I want to be old, you know, make it to an old enough age that I see my kids hit their milestones, like getting married and this and that. And you know, I don't want to be one of those guys that I has a heart attack live of good forty. Naked.
1: I really don't care how long I live. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I just want to make sure that I'm not, you know, I get to see certain things, and so it, and and that, and just. You <laughs> I know. just
1: want to see my belly button.
0: <laughs> what is that? I'm what, kidding. I'm sorry. What no, what is that? What was that one thing? Um, where somebody? Oh, it was the uh, fat bastard on *Awesome Powers* movie. I haven't seen my Willie in three years. It's long enough <laughs> to declare it legally dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of had that problem. No. <laughs> So when you look straight down if your gut's <laughs> hanging out far enough, you're like, hey, where'd it go? Oh, there it is. <laughs>
1: my boobs so. block all vision. It I actually have that that kind of same like if I look down and I can see my boobs, it's fine. If I look down and not, my belly sticks past my boobs, I've got a problem. <laughs> I've got a problem.
0: Yep, no, I understand. So yeah, but uh, so thank you for the voicemail. And if anybody else wants yes. to leave us a voicemail, you um, our contact information. Will be at the end of the show. Here we actually have stingers for that now. I've yeah, I've lost like three or four episodes. It's been the uh, it's been the Kiwis. and then um, Killa uh, submitted some a while ago, and I have not had a chance to compile them yet. So I apologize profusely for that. But he'll help us start ha- making the rotation as well too. Um, so it's allowed me to not have to remember to do all the things and in, in all the different various. Thefts and all that, so, but one thing I can say is merch, it would be really awesome if people bought more merch because we're getting to a point now at the show where I need to make some equipment upgrades and we like we've
1: always kind of needed to and now we really need right
0: to make- and and so we'll, we'll never charge for this we, we won't like do that whole you know we're gonna put up a walled garden and you have to pay you know whatever to get into it and listen to the show we won't do that um, but we are kicking around the idea of ways that we can fund some of this new equipment we need um, outside of just paying for it out of pocket which eventually we might end up doing but it'd be nice to you know if you enjoy the show enough to be able to buy some merch, we do get some coin off that It is a way to help support the show and or um if you guys think we should put up like a patreon or something like that we're willing to listen to the input and if we get enough of a draw on it, we would most definitely in, in, in look into doing that but um yeah, it's just time to get a couple of things situated here as far as some better microphones and um a, a new recorder itself because this one's it's great it does what I needed to do, but I need more input I'm Like Johnny five input need more input. Um, Because it just doesn't have enough ports for all the stuff I need to do. Ports. Yeah? What? Ports. Ports. Interfaces. (laughs) Plugs. (laughs) All the other dirty things there. Um, But yeah. So we want to thank everybody once again for listening to us. Uh, We really appreciate all of our listeners. And it was really great to... um, uh, it's been really great to start talking more and more with more people that I are coming out of the woodwork saying they listen to the show, and it's um, we enjoy each and every one of you. So please voicemails, emails, uh, Facebook comments, post to our page, all that stuff. We we love it, and we not we're not always the most responsive because we have kids and, it, and life gets busy. But I try to at least say thank you or respond to each person that contacts us, just to let you know that we do appreciate that. So I'm also saying it now. Um, but otherwise, if you don't have anything else to add, babe. Nope. All right. Well, until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye.
1: If you'd like to contact the show, you can send us an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. Leave us a voicemail at 503 or reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, or Twitter. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting. The good, the bad, and the smelly.
0: It's all done
1: now. Cure